AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate, and I'm Dottie Herman, CEO of Douglas Elliman, and I'm here with Ace West Supar, our financial whiz from Citizens Bank, and Stephen Ebert, who is, gosh, one of the smartest legal attorneys in real estate that I know. And I'm really so thrilled, as I said earlier in the show, to be able to have Brad Inman, who is the founder and owner of Inman's Real Estate, the leading name in news, information, and innovation since 1983. He's also the creator of Inman Connect, the real estate industry's leading event covering the trends and future of real estate technology, marketing, and much more. And Inman Connect now is having a fully virtual event June 2nd to 4th that Brad will tell us more about. And that's something I always attend, and I hope you will. And I just want to say he's also one of my closest friends and one of the smartest guys I know. So after saying that, if you did pay me, Brad, how are you holding up to all this? Greetings. How are you, Dottie? It's so good to be on your show. I feel like I'm sitting right next to you, and I wish I was, but I'm on the other coast. I'm in California in the desert. Well, at least the weather's good here. Like, we had, like, just out of 54 days, we had 17 days of sun. That's it. So now I think that we've broken that streak, and I finally see sun, so we're happy about that. Yeah, well, so Brad, you are the expert. You're the guru. You you really do all the trends. You you're a, a great visionary. What what do you see? What do you think is going to happen to real estate for the rest of the year, and then beyond that, like 2021? And again, I'm sure it varies depending state to state. But what what are your yeah. what do you see? Well. Yeah, I think we can kind of see, this reminds me, and it's far more serious, that the fog of San Francisco, you know, it's seasonal. It comes in, it affects everybody's life, and then it goes away. And the coronavirus is not fog, but you can finally see through the fog of the coronavirus. Um, you know, some of the numbers are, looks like they're at least stabilizing, if not coming down. So what does that mean? You know, the second hammer, the second blow to the stomach for all of us has been the economy. But as we get through the, the fog of the coronavirus and things begin to open up this spring and this summer, probably California where I am, it's more like, you know, June. I think New York is, you know, phased in. Then we can start to understand better, I think, what's going on in the housing market. We know for sure that people are always looking for housing. People are always looking to rent housing. They're always looking to sell housing and move. There's less of that now because of the deep freeze and the lockdown, but it's still happening. There's still people buying and selling houses, but just uh, at a minimal scale. The, the big issue is the economy, how hard, how fierce, and how enduring. And whenever there's high levels of unemployment, we have you know less demand. We have low rates, but less demand and supply also. People aren't really eager to put their houses on the market. So, you know, supply demand always kind of dictates how we're doing. So I call it the dog day summers of, of 2020. I, I'm afraid for the housing market this is going to be tough times. For consumers that have jobs and have job security with low rates, they're probably going to be able to, to buy houses um, much cheaper. But I think we're all just kind of frozen now. 
And so uh, we'll have to, you know, get out of the deep freeze from the coronavirus and start to see, you know, through it all. And then we'll see how active sellers and how active buyers are. But, you know, I'm always optimistic. It's tough for everybody, and we're all in this together. And, you know, it's been a great equalizer, whether you're a big shot or, you know, someone that, that isn't. You know, we're all stuck at home and struggling. So, um, but I think that, uh, you know, the human nature is to, to climb out of these ditches and, and work together. And I've never in my life seen so much collaboration and cooperation in the real estate industry. It's just quite amazing. We're also seeing all kinds of technologies being deployed, making it easier for people to buy and sell when we come out of this. And and so there is, you know, always a silver lining. But i got to tell you a story really quick, Dottie. I looked yes. out in the front yard the other day, and there was a group of unicorns grazing in my front yard. And really? Did you know this? Yeah, did you know that uh, unicorns talk? And no, I they, didn't know uh, <laughs> And they're also immune from the virus. And But they left. I picked up my wife, Yaz, at LAX. She had been away. We'd been apart for six weeks, and they told me the morning that I was picking her up that they were leaving that morning. And uh, I said, why? And they said, well, we have to go on to the next house where someone's alone. So, you know, we've all been a little crazy, probably had hallucinations. We've had panic attacks. We've gotten angry. We've probably gotten impatient. We've, all of us waking up in the middle of the night worrying. It's just human. There's a lot of great human things going on. Here's a really good one. Uh, there was a bag out in front of my yard. Um, a little, a little, you know, lunch bag like you would see. And in there was a leg of lamb. And in the next few days, I got a whole chicken. And then I got barbecue ribs. Now, did that come from Zillow.com or Realtor.com or Realty <laughs> Headquarters or Remax Headquarters? No, it came from my local realtor. My local realtor, wow. Byron, knew I was alone, and he left me something. No business card, no follow-up text, no expectation. Just doing what local realtors are good at, which is service, not sales at this time. And, you know, will I ever not use Byron if I sell or, or buy houses in this area? Of course I'll use him. He's also a good realtor, though. He doesn't just live, deliver lunch. But it just shows how important it is to have that local realtor in your own community who's connected with all our pain, you know, and all the difficulty that we're all feeling. Right, and I think in the beginning of the show I talked about a relationship, whether it's with a bank, with a <laughs> realtor. I mean, relationships are so important. Um, and Absolutely, hopefully, 100%. you know, as I said, you know, Brad, we all live through 9-11, and, uh, you know, I, I always say that was the only time in my lifetime up until now that I saw everybody as one, like everybody just kind of, you know, we're American and, like, we're just one, and, and it was just – from a horrific event, um, there was some good and, and there was some really sunshine that came out of that. I remember, you know, just you looked at somebody and, you know, I, I told them last week and people were flying American flags out of their cars and their radios were on that was singing God Bless America. And yeah. that was just nice. And I see that coming together, people all trying to raise money, um, help help their neighbors, um, help the frontline workers, help somebody who's alone in their home. And I just see that again, and I just hope that we don't forget that. I really don't. Oh, no, I just it's happening. Just that think we don't about forget it, Daddy. that. Just think about the, the Congress. The first time I can't remember <laughs> uh, that didn't, didn't come down on a partisan vote where they agreed on everything in terms of, you know, this bailout. And we haven't had a consensus like that. And that shows you that when the stakes are really high and our back's against the wall, even our crazy politicians, who I think all of us would like to just, oh, 
we all want to ignore. But the fact is they did come together. They had 100% votes on the important things to try to help us get through that. Will we look back and say we made a bunch of mistakes? Probably, but we came together and we acted. Um, you know, I don't listen to broadcast news because I just I don't need any of that nonsense. Um, it's just for me, it's just so unhealthy to even watch it. And even I switch channels to try to get all sides, but it's just it's crazy making. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I think I, do that. I just want these people to act in good faith, and I don't want to hear the screaming and the yelling and. I just ignore it, and um, but I instead do focus a lot on the economy and public policy and what we can we can do can right. I, can and I you, ask you about that? I don't want to interrupt lining. you, but I, I'm going to ask you some yeah, real estate stuff. But before that, yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I I I look at what's going on. I look at the money that we're giving out, which we need to do. Oh, and then every day I listen to another group who really needs money, and 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 then I think, okay, well. You know, we're just writing more paper and paper and paper, and of course our debt is yep. getting. I mean, and then I look at the unemployment numbers, and again, I am guessing that you know the economy is not like a you know you don't just put it's not like a light switch that you just put on that it's going to take a while for the economy like for it to pump up to, to be where it was, and so yep. I worry about our, our economy. Like I mean, I don't even know, and I don't understand, Brad, and maybe you can help me with this. How is the stock market doing well? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And I think that's... Like, I can't figure that out. I mean, the stock market shouldn't yeah. be doing well, and it is, and I don't I don't even understand that. No, it doesn't make sense at all. I mean, it, you, you just read the earnings. You know, occasionally have an exception. A company comes out, you know, and, and has good earnings, but they're the exception. Now, everything's a disaster. Every business during the Wall Street Journal, which I read back-to-back, -back, is a disaster. It makes no sense where the stock market is. Hey, and we are going to pay the piper. We're deferring, 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 you know, like forbearance instead of foreclosure, like, you know, all of this debt that we're putting, you know, on the nation, trillions and trillions of dollars. And historically we pay for that, if you talk to the economists, through at some point in time inflation. Um, but now people are talking about, you know, deflation in the short term. So it really is hard to predict. I mean, we did this once before, you know, during World War II, you know, to save the nation from the fascist and you know we paid for it over time and somewhat responsibly but this is probably equivalent in many people's minds to war and you have to do whatever you want and you pay the piper later but but do you think no that we can get taxed you, like europe where our taxes are like maybe 70 percent or something there's, there's probably a reconstruction and there's probably a, a debt workout and hey but we all know it if we we spend too much on our credit cards eventually you have to pay it and the American people are eventually going to pay for this. But, you know, it's hard to second-guess um, some of the actions because I think good people are trying to make smart decisions for all of us. It's really, for me, you know, second-guessing, this is an emergency, and they're acting as if it is. Uh, but, yeah, we'll pay the piper. We'd be kidding ourselves to think we want, we're not. Yeah, no, I'm not second-guessing. And I, and I look at what's gone on and to act quickly. I mean, you can't. No one expected it. You just can't have everything perfect. At least take they're taking action. And so, yeah, there'll be mistakes. Uh, I just, you know, and I guess we'll just wait and see because there's a lot of uncertainties. But, again, that's, you know, the human nature is pretty resilient. And I, you know, I think as soon as people feel safe or there's a vaccine, people will really feel even more comfortable. Now, yep. you say that, you know, 
you know, we've all been doing real estate. And again, I'm in New York. So in New York, I would tell you that virtually it's worse than other states because it's, you know, it's the epicenter basically. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people took their homes off the market uh, because they're afraid to show, which rightfully so. Uh, so th- there was low inventory nationally, including here in New York, to begin with, so now with people taking their homes off the market, even there's even less inventory. But everyone's trying to do it on virtual. People are all showing homes on virtual. Do you think that's here to stay, or do you think what? what oh, you know, you're a visionary. Yeah. What do you see? Yeah, yeah. Here's an interesting stat. Let's just use travel really quickly. The market cap of Zoom is greater than all the largest airlines in the world put together. And what that means, if you think out into the future, think of how many t- times that you used to jump on flights to Chicago or New York or, or to D.C. or Boston or, you know, or Florida to cut a business deal, you know, to meet the people yeah. on the other side. Right. You're, you're not going to do that anymore. You're going to do it at Zoom because you found out, one, Zoom is, you know, there's no distraction. When you're in a meeting, you know, there's someone comes in and interrupts the meeting, you've got a call, and then you got to get in a car, go to the meeting, and someone's late, and you're waiting for that person that's late, and then you go through all the small talk and all the BS, and, and you're you know you're exhausted. Even doing a meeting across town, and now you can Zoom that. So I think business travel as we knew it and business meetings as we knew it, those stuff that can be handled via Zoom will be handled by Zoom, and we won't be on planes. We won't be going, you guys won't even be going cross town for some of this stuff. And so well, it's, that's gonna, it's funny you should say that I told everybody in the beginning of the show. Well, let me tell you this: I'm great at Zoom now. That's pretty good. Yeah, it, okay. Exactly. It's like it, it's like getting your premier, um, you know, American Airlines status. So this is this is happening in real estate. Absolutely, consumers don't really want to have their houses open every weekend. They never have, and now people are comfortable looking at them without that. And and so. So much will change in real estate in such a positive way. It'll be easier for consumers to navigate the process. Realtors won't have to waste so much time pushing paper and, you know, going through the bureaucratic loops. All of those things are being solved by, the, by oddly enough, who would have thought, by a pandemic. You know, I've been talking about this stuff for 10 years and, you, you know, have. adopt, adopt <laughs> the technology. I, I can attest to that. You certainly have. But I think I said in the beginning of the show, sometimes people don't change unless they're forced to and this forced them to yeah so brad let me ask you something so do you think so you think virtual showing is is here to stay oh yes for sure now whether it'll be the rule not the exception whereas before it was the exception not the rule you know we used to get press releases someone bought this house sight unseen and that was one out of a hundred i think it's going to go the other way i think 80 out of a hundred you watch it's going to change and you know why I have in, I have really much more genuine, serious conversations on Zoom with people I didn't know at all, who I used to see in passing, and then I would see them at a cocktail lounge and get interrupted. You'd see them here and there. You know, it wasn't meaningful. I think we're going to find that digital actually, in a lot of ways, is better than live. And that doesn't mean we won't meet and greet and hug and handshake and all of that. We will do that. But there's certain part of business activities we just don't need to meet. And they are cold, callous. And think of the expenses it saves between plane fare and hotels and all of that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So So now you you are brand ambassadors, and you you're going to be doing Inman Connect on June second to fourth, which I will definitely be there. 
virtually, yeah, but I'll be there, age. like, you know. Um, tell us, yeah, I mean, I go to them every year. I think they're the most informative things that you can go to, and as far as just oh, thank what's you, going on. Please, just tell us a little more about that. Yeah, you know, we, you, you all have been coming to Inman Connect. You've been coming to us, and now we're coming to you for the first time, and it's so exciting. Um, it's June 2nd through June 4th, and people go, well, what's the location? I said, the location is your living room, so move the chairs around, make some coffee, get me some half and half. I'm going to bring the CEO of Compass. I'm going to bring the CEO of Douglas Elliman. I'm going to bring the CEO of Redfin. I'm going to bring the CEO of Rich Barton of Zillow. I'm going to bring all these cats to your living room. And uh, that's what this is about. This is about bringing Connect to you for the first time. You don't get to have to get on a plane. You don't have to get Uber from your house. You don't have to pack a bag. You don't have to get that stupid room by the elevator where it makes so much noise. You don't have to wait in line and have the front desk tell you, oh, your room won't be ready till 4 o'clock, and that's official check-in time. You won't get a call at 11 in the morning saying you got to check out. You know, you won't you won't have to do any of that. And we're making I, it almost I can hardly wait. I, I can hardly wait. And I, and I really think that... Um, because I've been doing Zoom meetings with the NAR, with all my, my organizations, and it is true. It's a very different experience, okay? But you really get to talk to people differently when you're at events. There's a million people there, and, oh, you say hi to somebody that you haven't seen for 10 years. And so this is going to be, and I'm sure that so many people are going to want to be here to hear what people think. Uh, of where things are going. And again, no one is a uh, god, so no one knows 100%. But no, I no really think, knows, Brad, buddy. and tell me if I'm correct, what you think that. My feeling is that, you know, I'm a baby boomer, you're a baby boomer, but the millennials really wanted to do virtual things. They didn't really want to come into offices. They want to have time, you know, to be in their home. Um, they were very comfortable virtually, and I know the little kids, and I'm sure you have grand, the, your grandchildren, they have games that they play virtually with other kids. You know, they don't even exactly. have to go to the neighborhood if they... You know. So, um, I... I think that this was a trend that was happening, and probably, was, and I think yeah. Stephen said that, this virus, and this just kind of expedited it yeah, you know, there, it's hard to, it's hard, when people are unemployed and they're struggling and they're in fear and they're fear of their lives, it's hard to be, you know, frivolous and trivial about anything or suggest there's too many silver linings. But the reality is we gave planet Earth a break and that's a good thing. And we actually gave each of ourselves a break. Um, you know, where we, we're, we're learning more about our homes. We're more learning more about our partners. We're getting closer to the people we love and care most about. And, you know, we, we were all on a furious, crazy treadmill, and uh, we all needed a break. And so planet Earth got a, a big break we needed to give it. And I think we as human beings, if we look at it that way, can see that we got a break. Um, I mean, how many times did we say, I wish I could just go home and relax for a few days, you know, get out of the treadmill? Well, guess what? This is your we opportunity. And I think, I think we want to look back on leadership. They'll all get a report card, all the politicians, all the business leaders. What did they contribute? And we as human beings get to look back and say, wow, that was a nice break. Thanks, Brad. I'm going to post the information about the Inman Conference. You won't want to miss it. We'll be back right after our commercial break. Thanks, Brad. I'll be in touch.
If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-881-4747. That's 1-800-881-4747. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-881-4747. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back Brooklyn District Attorney Eric Gonzalez and gets an update on law enforcement in the borough. It's Reaching Out, Saturday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Confused about Corona? Then listen to Pandemic 2020 for news and updates. Got a question? Submit it online at am970theanswer.com or call 877-970-2999 during the program and talk to the experts. It's Pandemic 2020, weekday mornings at 9 as part of the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, helping your body help itself. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. SurroundNewYork.com, connecting you with new customers. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Juan Subhav and Stephen Ebert. And um, we just got through with Brad Inman. Um, Ace, the 30-year mortgage yes, rate is historic lows, right? I mean, it's really low. Yeah. And I have some questions for you. So, um, and again, nobody knows 100%. But in your opinion, uh, are mortgage rates going to go down or stay around the same? What are you, what are you thinking? That's- you know, that's a tough question, Dottie. Every time we I know, I know, I know. This on the show, for the last nine years, we've been saying it's going to go up, but it's it. I think, <laughs> look, you know, there, there's 
there's some in there's news out there that next month um, rates may go below three. Now that's just speculation, right, Dottie? Um, I think I think it's a safe bet to say we're at our low. Um, just if you look at the volume that the banks have, and even if the Federal Reserve lowers rates, I don't think the bank will will follow suit just because there's just so much volume within the um, the different banks right now within their pipeline. So I would say that we're it's safe to say that we're at its low. You know, I, I think one thing that folks need to understand, and I think you've been preaching this, you know, to our listeners, which is that, you know, there's only one way that rates are going to go from here on in, right? If we are at the bottom of the market in terms of rates, it's just going to go up when things recover. So I think, you know, during this time, during this pandemic, when folks have time, and I know we've been saying this week after week after week. Let's keep saying really, it. It's, it's really critical, Dottie, that people take the time now that we're not, busy with our everyday lives, just take a look at your paperwork and really look at what your rates are, what your options are, because people are actually refinancing, cashing out on their equity, leveraging, you know, really cheap financing. And, you know, if you have a half a percent or lower in terms of difference in your in your um, interest rate, it's worth a call, right? So I, I, I just encourage all of our listeners to take the time, look at your paperwork, and call someone, you know, your banker, or you can call us here at Citizens Bank, or contact me, and you know, we'll we'll do a um, a free sort of consultation, and we'll see if it if if you qualify or not, or if it makes sense or not. So, you know, it doesn't Listen, hurt about it. So. If there's anything that everyone has to do, is make that call and just find out because it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Definitely. And I just think people are so sometimes so absorbed in what's going on that they'll neg- neglect to do that. And that's really a big, big thing. And it doesn't cost anything, okay? You know, it doesn't cost anything can... to see if refinancing makes sense for you. And as they said, it's got to be about a half a percent. But about that can make percent. a big difference. Yeah. Okay. And, and so I, I really need yeah. to do, and if you don't, if you yourself know anybody or if you have kids or your relatives that don't know, really, please, because it's a lot of information out there now, so much information. It's hard to digest it all, and then you listen to different people who say different things. But I can tell you, and Ace can tell you, and Stephen can tell you that this one is a no-brainer. Make the call. And if you have a mortgage, find out if you can refinance, okay? And if you want to do a cash out, that's a whole other story. And, you know, Ace, you could just tell everybody what a cash out is, you know, where you pull yeah, some cash out. So, so cash out is just getting above, you know, what you have as a mortgage balance, right? So if you have equity in your home, you know, right around, let's say, your home is worth a million, you owe 200000 on your mortgage. The bank will lend you up to around 60% of that million. So you can actually take out the difference between the two hundred and the six hundred, right? So it's just additional cash that you can use towards paying off some of your credit cards, paying off some of your, you know, whether you want to do a debt consolidation or just using it for home improvement. So um, it's a definitely, it's a great tool for folks to utilize. And I think Dottie, you know, it was, not not that long ago, maybe 30 years ago in the, in the 80s and 90s where pretty much, you know, rates were at 17%. So I just want folks to just visualize that for one second, right? Like we're talking about rates that are currently at 3.5%, even sometimes in the, in the 2% range if you're taking, taking out a shorter-term loan. But, like, think about that for all, all of our listeners, right? There was a time and place 
where rates were at 17%, and today we're at 3%. So your money will go a very long way if you tap into I don't have to think about it, Ace. I was one of those people who took out a mortgage, and I ended yeah, up see? taking an adjustable five-year mortgage or something for like 12 or 13%, and our and I was like, oh, my God, what a great bargain. And then I refinanced again. And you know what? I bought when no one was buying. So, therefore, I got a good price because it was hard with the interest rates that high. But, you know, yeah. everyone had to kind of work together. And, that, and, and, and people bought with those interest rates. But they refinanced yeah. and refinanced. And they usually probably, in retrospect, we got a good price. Um, and now, as I said, you know, you know. I don't say that. Well, I was going to say, don't gamble your money in Vegas, but Vegas is not open at the moment, uh, <laughs> so you can't go and gamble your money. So that's a good thing. Although I hear she's reopening, and I, I, I had a hard time. I was listening to I don't know somebody from Vegas, the mayor, the governor. I don't know who she was, and she said, they said, well, how are you going to have social distancing in Vegas? She said, I don't know. Let the casinos figure it out. So um, I think that that. So don't, don't, but really, Ace, just leave us your name and, and make sure you tell the people that you know because this is really so important. And when it comes to ourselves, sometimes we don't take the time. And then we're so self-absorbed. And I, I, we're watching the TV and this whole virus. Eventually, this is going to pass. And eventually, rates will go up. And eventually, you're going to say, why didn't I do it? So do it, okay? And I never try to sell anybody something, but this is really important for you to do, okay? It's going to make a lot of difference in, in, in your cash flow, and it's all about that. So I really want to tell you just get in touch with us, um, get in touch with Ace, the show, me, uh, Stephen, and we'll, we'll, we'll just tell you, you know, what it, what it is, what the rates are, and whether it, it pays for you to do it or not. Now, Dottie, we have Dr. Spurt on whenever you're ready for. Oh, okay. Um, what is a mortgage for forbearance? So when they're telling you, when you're calling up your lender, and your lender says, well, and you say, well, gee, I lost my job. I really can't pay at the moment what I could. And they're giving you a forbearance, um, not a forgiveness. Uh, you want to explain that so everyone knows what forbearance is? Yeah, that's key, right, Dottie? You just said it. Um, it's a forbearance, not a forgiveness. Um, so a lot of people think, oh, I don't have to pay my mortgage payments for the next 90 days to maybe possibly a year. Um, it doesn't work like that, right? So if you're experiencing hardship or, you know, if you just lost a job or your job is furloughed, you can actually call the bank. And what they'll do is they'll give you a 90-day forbearance, meaning you won't have to pay for your mortgage payments for the next three months. But on the fourth month, you would have to pay a, the whole lump sum. But now, you know, if you were tuning in in the beginning of the show, they may change that where you can actually tack it on to the back of the term, which will actually help everyone um, in terms of relief. Um, so if you guys are interested, you know, give us a call or just email us at ace.w at citizensbank.com. And we'll be able to give you more information um, on that as well, Dottie. So. And Ace, you'll let us know like as soon as that passes. Yeah. Hopefully that'll exactly. pass. Hopefully and one other question that I have, I have I, our, our, our Sherry Spree, our, uh, our, our show's psychiatrist, 
Um, and she's so wonderful to give up her time every week for this. Uh, but one quick question before I put Sherry on. Should I, what's the, what people get a line of credit? Now that's different than somebody forgiving your loan or, or forbearing your loan. That's different than getting a loan modification. An equity line of credit, can you explain what that is? And maybe next week we can talk a little about because it's not, there's nothing that's good for everybody. So everyone has to look at their own situation, and that's why it's great if you call up Citizens Bank or you call ACE and you find out this is my situation because you can't cookie cutter this information. But an equity line of credit is good for certain people. And would you tell everybody what that is? Yeah, definitely, Dottie. Um, a home equity line of credit um, the best way to explain it is it's almost like a large credit card um, that um, that's put against your home, right? So um, it's quicker than getting a traditional um, refinancing your mortgage where it takes 60 to 90 days. Um, it takes you literally within two to three weeks, right? It's a quick, easy sort of line of credit for you, um, literally what it, what it stands for, right? So you have your home, and let's say you want to pull out 60% of a line of credit well, you don't pay on the line unless you draw on the line, right? So it's a large credit card on your home, and you can use it for home improvements, paying off your credit cards because the rate is lower. And right now, a home equity line of credit, the rate's right around 3.75, 4%, right around there. And it's basically a short-term sort of loan, Dottie. I wouldn't say it's a long-term loan for, any, for, for everyone because it does fluctuate um, once a year. So it's not locked in at a at a certain rate, right? So it's variable, meaning it it follows the market. And in this market, it's fairly low. So a lot of people are taking advantage of the home equity line of credit. Remember, it's not fixed. It's yeah, variable. we're going to talk about that a little bit more next week we'll because it's something that, later, that yeah. I think if you think you're going to be a little short on cash, that it Correct. doesn't really cost anything if you don't use it. But if you have to use it, you know you have money. You don't have to. You know you have it for a rainy day, exactly. Yeah, and, and with everything going on today and so many uncertainties, and that's nice to know that you just have a, you have something on the side that hopefully you don't have to use, but if you need to use it, you have it. You don't want to wait till you need something, and then you have to start applying and all that. So we'll talk more about that next week, and we'll be right back with... Our psychiatrist who's going to talk about what's going on today and some tips for helping you with the stress or if you lost your job or things of that nature. We'll be right back. Right now, buy one, get one free pricing on my pillows, Giza Dream Sheets, my pillow towels, roll and go anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcases, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. Just go to Radio Listener Specials page on mypillow.com, please, and use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. If you order Mike's book, your entire MyPillow order will ship for free plus he will give you a $25 gift card for your next purchase don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one get one free on pillows sheets duvets and more from my pillow call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 or go to the radio listener specials page at mypillow.com promo code am970 
relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I've come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com, and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. It's time to say happy 20th birthday to Trinitas Regional Medical Center. It's been 20 years since Elizabeth General Medical Center and St. Elizabeth Hospital got together and formed Trinitas. And since then, Trinitas has established 12 centers of excellence, including the Comprehensive Cancer Center, the Wound Healing and Hyperbaric Center, the Connie Dwyer Breast Center, Cardiology, Renal, Maternity, Behavioral Health, and more. In fact, Trinitas has also grown to offer care in every county in New Jersey. Trinitas Palliative Care Program received advanced certification from the Joint Commission and their Stroke and Joint Replacement Programs received gold-level certification. You've heard me talk about Trinitas Center for Wound Healing and Hyperbaric Medicine. Well, they're now at an amazing 95% heal rate for problem wounds. This amazing medical center just gets better and better. To find out more, visit TrinitasRMC.org. That's TrinitasRMC. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back and we have Dr. Sherry Spray on the phone, on the line. And hi, Sherry, how are you doing on this finally sunny day? Finally, yes. I'm doing okay. How are you, Dottie? I'm okay. I'm just so happy that it's sunny outside. I said, you know, we only had 17 days out of 53 days of sun. So I'm thrilled <laughs> to death. It kind of just makes everything better. And you know what I was thinking last night, Sherry? What? I was like, Sherry has been nice enough to come on this show for the last, what, four weeks? Yeah, I get four or five weeks. Five when weeks. When it all started okay. in work. And now uh, I'm watching now the news, which I watch all the different channels to see their views. And they all have psychiatrists on now. And they're telling you it's okay, you know, to feel the stress. It's okay to feel anxiety. And every single channel, and I said, like, gee, thank you, Sherry, because we were here before that. And I do encourage you. And I really mean this. Um, this is something that we're all going through, and Sherry can talk more about that. So you shouldn't feel embarrassed by it, uh, because it's something that we all go through. This is, I don't, I can't even imagine somebody not being a little uh, stressed out and, uh, hopefully, you know, and, and kind of going a little crazy with this lockdown. What do you, what, what's going on in, in, in the medical world? What are they finding? Uh, what are, what are most pe people telling you of their biggest fears, or are they all different? 
I mean, the, the biggest fears haven't changed. It's all the uncertainty. When will this end? When will I be able to go back to work? What, what if my office opens? Um, how are they going to do that? I'm afraid to go back to work if the virus is still around. Um, patients that have lost their job, can I ever get another job? There's so many people unemployed. Um, and then there's, you know, a group of patients who unfortunately have a, a loved one that's sick and they're afraid, you know, about their future uh, in the hospital um, or home and afraid they're going to get worse. So is it like everyone has some anxiety, you're all yeah. feeling it, okay, everyone deals with it differently, um, but I think one of the most important things everyone should remember is, number one, you have to try to keep a schedule, okay, because, you know, and I think that most of the states are starting to open up, but again, I don't know that business is going to go right back to the way it used to be. Uh, try to keep a schedule, like get up at a certain time, you know, get dressed, take a shower, uh, you know, it's time you can learn something different that you might have not liked. I'm doing a lot of technology and learning, uh, you know, some, some stuff that I would have not, not really been learning before. And when you feel anxiety, and then that comes in a lot of forms. So do you know, do, how do you know it's anxiety? Like when does somebody know basically they need to reach out? I think we had a caller, Sherry, before that said, like, it's just good to be able to talk to somebody. Absolutely. And there are hotlines, and the psychiatric and the psychological community are working virtually. There are people out there. Um, Listeners can go to the website Psychology Today, and they actually denote those that are actually working virtually so that you can make an appointment. And insurances, um, all of this virtual and telephonic uh, treatments are covered by insurances. Yes, and I was reading, I, I don't want to quote this, maybe next week I'll have it exact, but I was reading that they're going to try, like, for people who uh, need a service now, as you know, to need to talk to a psychiatrist or something to get through this, that if they had, like, any money that they would have to lay out of pocket, they might try to forgive that. So we'll yes, see what I happens heard that with as that. Well. For all of the first responders, um, co-pays have been, have been abolished. So everything is free if they need to contact somebody. So there's no, because that's really important. There's no co-pays, all right? Because right. I thought I read right. that, but it wasn't 100% positive, so I don't tell you things when I'm not 100% sure, but Cherry said no co-pays. So this right. is virtually, you know, something that you can utilize. And when people hear the word psychiatric and stuff like that, I think sometimes they get, oh, my God, I, I don't want to be branded that way. Because I'm right. surprised more people didn't call. And next week I hope a lot of the listeners We'll call and tell us what their experience has been like. But don't let that word throw you off, okay, because right. it's not that you're crazy or anything. Exactly. It's what exactly. a normal person, right? I mean, normal people are going Absolutely. through Absolutely. Everyone's going through it. Right. I mean, what I tell my patients is a, is a whole host of things. The most important is self-care is absolutely essential. You need regular sleep. You need to eat healthy meals, you need to have some type of exercise, and also to realize that by following this, you're going to strengthen your immune system. 
which is which, what you really need to be able to fight this virus if you do come in contact with somebody. And the other thing is to minimize how much media and how much television, because an overload, and studies have shown this, can lead to increases in anxiety. Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't doubt that because this is, yeah. you know, you could just listen and listen and listen. But, you know, you have to do the right things and you have to, like, try to eat properly and exercise and kind of keep a schedule. And sometimes that's very difficult to do when you don't, like, sometimes I'm not sure what day it is, okay? You know, right. you sometimes lose track. Uh, but I know that I try and I reach, I'm not somebody of, afraid to reach out to people. I reach out to people all the time. People reach out that to people. That is one of the most important things is to seek human connection in whatever way you can. If you can do it through FaceTime so you're able to see the person and that helps you to have a connection, then use that. If not, the telephone. But to seek human connection, to feel kindness from another person. And those that feel really hopeless Think about this time and what opportunities there can be for you in the future. You know, when well, you, you hit it on the nail, and that's of you know, and that's some of the things with Stephen and and Ace that we're going to talk about because eventually this is going to pass, yeah. um, and eventually we're going to you know we have to get on, and 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 so therefore we need to also be making sure we're taking care of ourselves now and, and following all of the guidelines as far as being safe and healthy. But we also have to look forward because, you know, the, you know. This will end. Right. And what happens? I mean, it, 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 it's going to take a while till we're really back to normal. And there's going to be change. There's no doubt about that. The use of the virtual world is definitely going to be with us moving forward. But with that, there's also additional opportunities. True. Now, do you see, we were talking to Steve and Ace, do you see, and myself, do you see the virtual, like I know that my friends have gone to virtual doctors, okay, because that's what was available. And they were like, oh, Tony, you know, it really wasn't bad, all right? And, you know, nothing is always good for everyone, but do you see, like, in medicine that more virtual doctors that maybe yep. do both, that do, you know, that do office and do virtual will uh, evolve? Yep, without a doubt, it's here to stay. I've been, you know, listening to webinars and about telemedicine and the use of telemedicine and where it, 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 it can be even more beneficial than face-to-face. Um, I think it's here to stay. So do I. I think that, you know, I, I think, think you're going to see more and more of it. Face to face, but I think it's here to stay. And I think that it, it, it's going to be a good thing. I think it's going to be too. a good thing. Hey, listen. Okay. I don't say that for all sicknesses, but, you know, I, you know, I have friends that went on virtual, uh, to, you know, because doctor offices weren't available. So your doctor was virtual, and if they were in a place where they didn't have a doctor, they went on virtual. And so I think that, that there are going to be trends that come out of this that are going to be here to stay. And, uh, hey, I want to know from Stephen and Ace, do you see any trends that have come out of this that you think are going to be staying around for a while? I, I think that it's going to be a hybrid. You know, like everything you have, the response the extreme response and then sort of the magic sort of middle where it ends up at. And so I think there are elements, for example, 
uh, and this is on the positive side, when it comes to people in the condo and co-op market paying fees online, um, submitting board applications, rental applications in a secure electronic environment, being able to digitally limit who has access to that instead of paper, which has no chain of custody, I think this is pushing a lot of landlords, management, condos, and co-ops in that direction, and it's very, very positive. Um, I think it's good as a pre-screening tool. You know, for example, people want to do an open house, but the reality is people are going to want to look things up close, get a sense, a feel for things. Um, you know, it's sort of like ordering food online. You know, it's helpful to get that to you, but at the end of the day, how does it taste? Um, so you still need some direct contact. So I think there's real value here um, as sort of an assist. It will replace some functions, but it's not a total replacement. No, I think it, it, it offers options, okay? You know, there's options now. Look, I went to a virtual birthday party. There was 50 people on it. Now, do I think a virtual birthday is the same as seeing people? No, not really. But at the same token, you know, you start to get used to it. And it's something that I wouldn't have done a year ago. <laughs> so I, I have to tell you, well, I had a patient. He decided to move back home, and he bought his house virtually. He actually yes. went through everything and, 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 and bought it through online. And he was yes. happy as can be. He did all of his research, saw the pictures, knew the neighborhood, and said, well, this is a really good value. I really think that, you know, I, I couldn't, I, I, you know, Brad was on the show before, and he kind of saw that as, you know, building and being part of the future of real estate. So we have a lot to share, and, and next week I think I'd like to Mother's Day, remember? So get flowers or send them to your mom. But next week we're going to talk about some of the things that we see coming out after the change um, and how you position yourself. And we'll talk about finance, law, mental health, and, of course, real estate.